Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Skyrim here at Homie and the Dude. I'm Bodhi, you're an exceptional dungeon master, and I'm joined by our exceptional cast of players today. Um, quick couple of shout outs, shout out to the art team of uh, Josh, Victor, and Alex, shout out to the editing team of Becky and Ben. Um, also guys, uh, shout out to our official sponsor for this series, Underground Oracle Publishing. If you enjoy the character that Blake plays or any of the spells that he's casting, that has all been created by Underground Oracle and they've allowed us to use that content in our stream. So if you're enjoying that, definitely go check out what they do. They make the best third-party D&D supplements around. Um, now that all of that is out of the way, last episode, our party uh, infiltrated the Mensurin underground fencing guild. Toad and Blanco went in. Blanco got in a duel with Maddox Carlisle, the son of Malcolm Carlisle, owner of, like, leader of the People's Republic at this moment in time. Um, the battle got really intense. The, 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 the duel got pretty intense, and Blanco uh, ended up surrendering, and Maddox accidentally unleashed a power within himself that he's very embarrassed of and doesn't want to show people. Um, thus, the duel kind of ended, and uh, and... Maddox agreed to uh, introduce Blanco and Toad to Leopold Armwit, the alpha of this um, fencing club and the person that they have gone into this club to speak to. While that's going on, we have the rest of the party. We have R&R and Ulfer outside the fencing club keeping watch for anything that might go down uh, where Geo and Evis have made their way uh, to a store to hopefully buy some garms to help uh, the gang fit in a bit more in Uptown. So, if everybody is sitting comfortably, let us begin. So, um, as uh, Geo and Evis are kind of walking through the streets, you guys turn the corner to this beautiful square um, that is uh, in Uptown. You can see um, that there are two gorgeous large marble buildings that ascend above the rest. Uh, one of them has large like kind of um, uh, like Acropolis, Acropolis pillars, you know, out the front. Um, and um, it has like a domed kind of roof behind that um, and has big words atop, uh, across the top and it says the Imperial Library um, there. And then as you kind of look around, there's some small like stores and whatnot in this area. There's a couple of cafes that have like tables and stuff outside in this like plaza area. And then across the way from that giant library, you can see a gorgeous building. Now this building um, is again, white stone marble, and it's more into like uh, lots of spires and points kind of erupting out of different parts of the building. Uh, you can see however, there's this main spire and on the front of that, a uh, depiction of a female with long flowing hair, um, holding a tree branch in one hand um, and raising the other um, almost uh, like as if to like be speaking to people has been carved into the front of it. Um, Evis, you'll recognize that as Alia almost straight away. 
um, and that is the the, the church um, in Uptown as well. Um, as you guys come in, you can uh, see there's a, a small child kind of uh, running near a cafe um, with a with a ball kind of kicking it around as as a mother's like. Oh, Timmy, Timmy, stop that. You're gonna, you're gonna hurt someone. Oh, dude, oh, be careful, Timmy. Jesus Christ. Um, and you can see, you know, them, them kind of, you know, having that over there. And there's just a bit of kerfuffle going on, but the square is really busy. Um, it's basked in sunlight. It's beautiful sunlight out here. Um, yeah, over to you guys. Gio's just kind of doing this with his hand. He's, he's pressing it open and closed and saying, you know, you know Evis, yeah, I do feel better in one way and worse in another way. I think I might have, I'm not sure if I broke my hand or if it's framed, but inside I, I do feel like something released. But I'm wondering, do you, th do you think Arnor wanted me to punch him because of how we were talking to each other previously? Do you think he's, I don't know, like mad at me or I don't know what's happening? You know, there's, there's a few things that could be at play, and we all know that R&R &R is a really complex and <laughs> thoughtful individual, I think I'll say. And I don't believe that he would make any suggestions unless he thought it would be beneficial for everyone involved. Um, yeah. Yeah. That being yeah, that said, that and being said, oh... Go, go, go. That being said, I think he also needed to, you know, have a little bit of endorphins rush through him. But let me look at your hand. That, 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 that doesn't seem right. Um, can I, what do I need to, should I do like a medicine check, Bodhi, to like check out Gio's hand? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, make a medicine check. I love it. First medicine check. Oh no, one of our first medicine checks in the campaign. Let's go. Sick. That's a 23. 23. Um, it doesn't look like Geo's broken anything. However, there's some clear bruising on the knuckles as R&R's uh, stiff, chiseled jaw um, connected yeah. with uh, connected with Geo's fist. It definitely wasn't a shitty punch. Let's just say that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, ah, Geo. It's, it's not broken. It's not, like, I think it's just contused. You have some little bruises, but you'll, you'll be fine. Um, but, uh, do you, like, so you feel better after punching him? I do feel better. There's some, it feels like I'm, I'm a little bit still concerned about what Toad and, and Blanca were doing inside, but I, I, I was just, it, it was like, it was, my skin was crawling and it's not anymore. That, that, that's calmed down a little bit. So and I as I, as, you. yeah, yeah. I, I also, I just want to. I just want to say something, Evis. And I'm looking yeah. at the church as uh, we're within very close proximity of the church. And I say, I'm like actively trying not to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> and I say, you know, we haven't had a chance to talk for a long time. I don't know. Lots have been going on, and I've been talking to some people. We've been talking to some people. And I know that what was said in Oliver's house, I could see how that affected you. And looking across the road there, I think what I got from it is that your friends, it's Esau and Pabe, they were there yesterday. 
and I know we've got to get the garms and everything, but what are you feeling right now? Clarification, they were there a week ago, just a reminder. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. Apologies, apologies. Okay. go for it. How are you feeling? I don't know how I'm feeling, and I'm trying not to focus on that because we have a greater task at hand. You know? I am... I have a... I... Isampave know me, and I know them better than anybody else in this world on these planes, and... It is completely unlike them to not do everything in their power to report back to the monastery, right? So there has to be some reason that they're avoiding me and... Uh, sorry, I had spoke out of turn. Um, so... If it's per... If it's purposeful, I'd rather not deal with that pain right now. If we have something bigger at hand. Yeah, okay. Well, we don't know if they're avoiding you. We don't know what is going on with them. Everyone has their own their own reality. And you couldn't have... I couldn't have predicted what we've been going through for the last few days. There's been numerous things that I would have never been able to think would have happened to us. So they might be on a similar adventure that has occupied them and and perhaps they are intending to reach out to you when they're able to. Well, at the very least, I'm just relieved to know they're alive or at least were alive a week ago, you know? And they, it just hurts because when you say your partner to somebody for life you would sorry this is not a, this is not like me um no we'll we'll let's just carry on we'll get our garms we will get our robes we have a job to do and we will cross that bridge when I, when we need to cross it but i appreciate you checking in on me geo it means a lot Gio stops for a minute and turns to Abbas and says, I don't know Ivis and Pave, but I can see how important they are to you. And of course, no one else can be partners for life with you. But I can be your friend for life. And Gio hands out his hands and says, we haven't done this for a while. No, we haven't. And they do it again. Cute. Inspiration. It's very good. Uh, Evis as well. Thank you. Uh, I already have a D10, so it's a D D12. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Okay. Uh, and, and you guys are kind of doing this. Uh, as, as you do this, uh, the, the, the suddenly, um, Evis, you feel um, something hit you on the back of the leg. And, uh, and suddenly you hear... Um, excuse me, I'm sorry that I hit you with my ball. Um, c 
Can I have it back, please? Of course. Thank you. Oh yeah. my goodness. Your hair Evis is amazing. Thank you. Evis will like pick up the ball and like toss it and then like do that thing that you see in cartoons a lot and then give the ball back. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> You're incredible. <laughs> Bye. And uh, you see the little kid like grab a ball and run off and go back to the mom and you see the mom be like, I told you. And the kid be like, did you see that mom? Did you see what they did? Look at their hair. I want hair like that one day. Can we dye my hair that color? And uh, you guys are still stood in the plaza. Yeah. Are you okay for us to, should we still go look for this garment shop or? Oh, I think we need a little retail therapy. <laughs> yeah. We owe it to ourselves. And I'm looking, pull out my list and I'm like, okay, I've got the list. We've got XL, we've got Toad's Baby Gap. Toad size. We've got, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you guys look around, you can see that there is a store that is labeled Capes, Drapes, and Cutting Shapes. And uh, and that's that's over off in, uh, in, in one corner. You can see uh, another one says Felluccio's number one garment store. I think it's one of these. Well, maybe it's either. I would prefer to want to go to the one with the rhyme in the name, just because that seems a little bit more fun. <laughs> I do think you're right. We need some fun right now. Let's go to capes, drapes, Ipsen. and cutting shapes. You know what, Evis? They're going to probably have to cut a really weird shape for me. Look at this silly old... I don't know what I'm going to do with this shell. <laughs> you look great. Are you It's sure? like your own built-in cutting shape. Amazing. You guys make your way over to Cape Stripes and Cutting Shapes. As uh, as you enter, you enter the store that is like what I what I would describe is kind of like a, a like a carpet store on the inside. There's like large um, wraps of cloth on like spools on the wall um, that you know you can pull bits off and like cut a bit off that you want. Uh, you can see that there's uh, on the other side of the room there's like mannequins that have like capes all over them and uh and uh, you can also see that there is um uh like a section that is like almost poles like uh like curtain poles and things like that basically and uh as you walk in um this lady kind of enters and uh, this lady is wearing uh, a gorgeous sari over her head um and these like gorgeous flowing like thin cloth kind of robes and as she enters she's like hello welcome to my store Capes, drapes, and cutting shapes. Which will it be? Capes, drapes, or shall I just cut you some shapes? Do you want to take this, Evis? Yeah. Well, ma'am, it is a pleasure to meet you. And they, like, reverently, like, nod their head just a little bit. Uh, we're just uh, on the look for some capes and or drapes. Of course. Well, we have some amazing capes here, whether you need them for a punctual ball evening or whether you need it to travel across the skies. We've got all the wonders here at my magnificent shop. So what will it's it quite be? Magnificent. What can I, what, 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 what colors are you looking for? Well, what can I, uh, what can I grab for you? Well, um, my friend and I are with another group of folks um, mm -hmm. who are newer to town, and we are just 
looking for something that helps us fit in a little bit more uh, mm -hmm. as we're here in the People's Republic. And, you know, if we are also on a really tight budget. So, I mean, if you happen to have like a clearance rack or something, um, <laughs> just the teachings of my goddess always try to be as frugal as possible. She walks over and she's like, ah, oh, yes, it seems the garms that you're wearing as she lifts a little bit of uh, Geo's like uh, neckerchief are, well, you know, they look good enough, uh, but we can definitely get you to blend in a little bit more up here. Um, okay, so uh, budget, E, okay. Um, well, you know what they say, a good cape keeps the doctor away. So uh, let me quickly go, uh, uh, one moment, and she begins opening a box and uh, and kind of like rifling through and she, uh, she's like, yes, yes, this one will do. She places the box down. Um, in here are uh, our kind of, um, I guess, clearance, uh, secondhand stuff that has been returned. There's some minor things that we did not do. We did not create the pulls of thread and the little tears here and there. That's not us. The customers who purchased these and then returned them did that during their time having them. Just for clarifications, we don't sell capes and garms with tears and, and, and pulled threads. That's that's not no. what we do here in in, uh, in my magnificent shop. So um, this no. this box right here, would you like to have a look through? There's uh, about 10, 10 capes in there. So uh, feel free to have a little, a little rifle through. Yeah, um, yeah, they rifle through is, do we find anything that's, like, Can you... Possible? Can you, Amber, please describe to me the capes at which you find inside the box and what capes you, uh, you, you, you pull out of the box? Okay. Um, uh, let's see. There is, hold on, I am looking for inspiration around my desk. Um, okay, there is one cape that has like a, it's the, like the, the, the silks on it have like this like marbling effect of like purples and like magentas and blues um, inspired by this dice on the top of this, the little mini d20 on top of the hair stick. You probably can't see it, but uh, yeah, it's, it's like, I think those are colors that would actually look really good um, on R&R. &R. Mm hmm Perfect. Um, so you pull that one and put that aside for R and R. Yes, it's definitely an extra large. Uh, there's <laughs> um, a little small Dracula cape because of this is the second hand. A little red and black Dracula cape, but it's like cat size, so perfect for Toad. Um, probably helps like illuminate the 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 piercings on his wings too um i love to, that to like frame to frame his little wings perfect um inspired by my dracula duck on my desk i'm sorry <laughs> um there's like a there's like have you seen like those you know the shifting like the, the fabrics that shift from like green to blue to teal, like mm -hmm. the mermaid scale fabric. 100%. I think there's something that's very that, that kind of fits within this um, mm -hmm. 
Is it like sequined? So like that one, you know, where it's like sequiny, or is it more just like velvet kind of flows from like one? Looking ah. up this dice bag, and I'm like, oh, yeah, awesome. how it goes. Yeah, so Perfect. I think that would be a good one for Geo, actually. Um, there's probably like a like a like a silvery one with like purple accents mm -hmm. um for for me amazing and then i'm just trying to think the perfect one for blanco i feel like maybe it would be because oh you know like a suede like a navy suede right just to mm. like very luxurious like to um you know very soft to the touch um but like has some good heft to it to, to be rugged and sturdy for a ranger. I I love that. I love that. And as you pull these out, you get that smell of like almost like old clothes and old books as you're kind of pulling these these capes out of this box. And uh, as you do, and you kind of like look at each one, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that one will do. And uh, no, no, not that one. Oh yeah, that one's nice. And you're kind of pulling this up. Uh, she's like, oh wow, you really have an eye for it. I. Wonder, my um, assistant actually recently um, was let go, um, and I was wondering um, if uh, if if you have a special. You mentioned you're new to the city. If uh, you're in need of employment, we would be delighted to have someone with such a keen eye for materials here at Capes Drapes and Cutting Shapes. Oh no, I don't intend. My magnificent me. store. I thank you. That is very kind of you. But two things. One, I don't intend on being here long. That is very, very kind of you. But also, second, you said you let you said your assistant was let go, but you fired your assistant and unforeseen circumstances sometimes arise in professional relationships, and it was what it was. Um, I can't say any more than that, you know, uh, confidentiality between employees and whatnot. However, if you meet them, I'm sure they'll be happy to tell you uh, the tale of their betrayal. Um, now, would you like me to ring those up for you? Sure. That would be great. It's just Because, you know, we don't character. do tales here. I was fired, so I'm a little bitter, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't do tales here, I'm sure you can see. Drapes, capes, right. not tales. Um, right. So, um, ring these ones up for you? Mm -hmm. It would be lovely. No problem at all. And uh, she kind of is like looking at them. She's like, you know what? Just because I appreciate your keen eye, how about we say this? Make you a little deep. Just because I'd love you to come back and maybe reconsider my offer of working here or possibly collect yourself some more capes for your collection. Maybe if you leave or, or so on and so forth, or maybe when you go back to wherever you've come from, uh, to the People's Republic, you could take some stock back with you and create a, an outlet of, 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 uh, of, of my store. So why don't we say this? Because they're secondhand, you can have them on the house. Just this once. Oh. You're out of character. I was like, is she going to ask me to start a pyramid scheme? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's kind of doing that. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> um... Well, that, what that that is very kind of you. I I appreciate that very kind. Of, but what? There have to be strings attached. I can't. I would love to insight check her. Uh, go go for it. Go for it. 
that is a dirty 20. With a dirty 20, you can tell she's very keen to uh, expand her operation and, uh, and this is an opportunity in her mind to either gain a new employee or possibly have uh, capes, drapes and cutting shapes be represented on another island possibly that, you are, that you're from and maybe you know you taking some stock home with you might be a way for you to get uh, her brand out, uh, out further reaches outside of the People's Republic itself. Amber the marketer is like, oh cool, great. Evis, the religious acolyte, is like, <laughs> ah, um, uh, that, that's, that's, let me think about this. What was your name? I'm so sorry. Oh, my name is Cassandra. Cassandra Lovely to meet you. It a, yes. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Cassandra. I am Evis. Let me think about this. This is a very kind and generous offer. Um, also, it's it's Cassandra Snapes, owner of Cape Drapes and Cutting Shapes. Naturally. Um, Gio Reeves. Of owner of... Gio Reeves. Gio Reeves. Uh, Evis' discomfort with this this offer and reaches behind into his shell and pulls out his, um, his little wallet and says... We, we really appreciate the, the very, very generous offer, but would you accept a couple gold, gold pieces just for the generosity that you've given us? We'd like to, we'd like to exchange generosity back with you. In my magnificent shop, of course, your with your generosity, I cannot, cannot say no. When someone is generous, I will never step in the way of generosity. So, you know what? Sure, I'll take a couple gold enjoy your garments and if you wish to come back know that i would be delighted to serve both uh you with your keen eye and and you thank you so much i think we have everything we need don't you think we've and i'm ticking through the list of all of the different capes and shapes that we have gone through and uh it's everyone on the list has been taken care of i think we're good Amazing. How much? Yeah. How many gold do you give her as well, by the way? I, I give her uh, five gold. Five gold. Beautiful. Uh, she 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 willingly accepts. Uh, places it in her hand and uh, opens the drawer and places it in what you assume is you know version of a cash register. Um, and uh, and she goes. It has been a absolute pleasure. May you walk in the steps of the great goddess Alia. Have a wonderful afternoon all of you and i look forward to seeing you again soon excuse me one further question yes of course what does alia mean to you dearest well i haven't been asked that question for a while but you brought her up so i mean from yeah, one yeah. Of, of course no from from my family we have always been followers of 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 the of the primus you know it, it's been something we've we've done for a very long time and and you know we we very much we very much believe that the fortune that our family has received has been thanks to the great goddess alia now obviously there's speculation about her and and things at this time but we are so strong in our faith that She's never steered us wrong. Our family has never been led in a wrong step or a wrong path. Thanks to her, 
guidance and to through our prayers. So what she means to me is prosperity, luck, um, good vibes, I guess, and uh, and just a memory of a time that was a lot brighter than the one we currently live in. Does that answer your question? It does. Amazing. Well, do you know what? I hope you have a wonderful day and, uh, and be safe out there. Um, thank you so much for coming in. And at that moment, we're going to cut back happens. to R&R and Ulfer outside of the, uh, outside of the Minsiran hideout. And, uh, Ulfer is going to roll some dice and go, damn it. You beat me again, R&R. How do you keep doing this? Are, those are my dice, but did you load them when I wasn't looking? How would I possibly be able to accomplish that? That's a good point. That's a good point. I, I'm, I'm just getting, I'm just getting frustrated. Never mind. Never mind. As he says this, Arnar, out the corner of your eye, you see a familiar face step out of the, the tea shop, kind of look up at the sun, oh, give a little stretch, kind of look left, look right, and begin to kind of walk away and then take a couple steps away. Anything you want to do? Uh, Ardar is, um, I think very visibly like restraining himself mm -hmm. um, from tearing this man limb to limb in the middle of the street. Uh, and I think Olafur could definitely, it's not, he's not trying to hide at all. Like he, he's <clears throat> like, his hands are like shaking um, as he's like almost frothing with rage as he's looking at uh, Meridas for the first time in years, uh, quite frankly. He has not aged as well as you would think. He's definitely not looking as good as you might have hoped. Um, r, &R there's definitely some wrinkles in places that you hadn't seen last time. Uh, his garms seem a lot nicer than they used to when you knew him. He's, uh, he's rocking some real nice clothes right now and looking real good. And uh, as Ulfur kind of turns back around and notices you shaking, he's like, oh, are you, are you okay? What's, what's happened? Punch me in the face. <laughs> me? No. Punch me in the face right now. Okay. And he just, he just goes for it and smacks you. Um, and you take, uh, take one point of bludgeoning damage as he goes, ah, son of a, Jesus, what is your face made out of? Freaking, oh my God. I'll be right Ow. Uh, is going to breathe in and then calmly stand up. Excuse me. Is he speaking to Miradas? Yes. You see, uh, he stops in his tracks, turns to face you. Can you please make an insight check on yeah. the look that he's I giving you? I don't know if he will recognize me because I looked, I was a skinny little half-orc lad when I was writing uh, that dissertation. So uh, like no tattoos, no nothing. So I don't know if he, uh, it's a 17 on insight though. 17? Yeah. It's that look that you get when a stranger walks up to you and tells you that you've just dropped something on that floor. Mm. This guy not only doesn't recognize you, he doesn't remember you at all. Yeah. It's not even in his mind. Uh, yes, uh, can I help you? I'm sorry. I believe I might recognize you. Are You wouldn't happen to be Meredith cool enough. You see him again do like a little two-step shuffle and bow. Indeed, that is me. I am 
the great Miradas Kulinov, what can I do for you? What, 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 what's your name, sir? Oh, me. My name is Aranar Greywolf. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Aranar. What, what can I do for you today? Hmm. I was wondering, I, uh, oh no, I don't have it on me. I have a copy of a Ratio et Propositium. Uh, I was simply wondering if I myself am a bit of a scholar. I was wondering how you possibly uh, could come across such brilliance within your writing. Uh, how did you get those studies? You see him stop for a second, compose himself, pull off his backpack and go, that is not a problem at all. For a fan, you're so lucky. I always carry a copy or two on me. And he opens his bag and pulls it out, pulls a pen from his pocket again, and signs the inside cover again. Miradas Kulinov to uh, to R&R Greywolf. May, uh, may you find inspiration in your friends around you. And closes the cover and goes, here, here, have have this one. And, uh, well, I grab you know, his wrist. Oh, uh, yes. Tell me, I'm a massive fan of your work. What does the first sentence of the third chapter say? Just out of curiosity. Well, you will know Surely that you would know. If well, if, if you're a book. fan, you would know that there is no third chapter. It's actually written in segments. I haven't written it in chapters, so there is no third chapter. Good one. That was that was good. You you almost got me there. Uh, I, I I wrote this on a retreat that I did. I went to Thembador, where I went up to the monastery at the top of the mountain and meditated for uh, sixty days and sixty nights before coming to this realization and uh, and jotting it down. But all I had around me, um, because it's such a you know, uh, they try and keep it very basic. In, uh, in in the monastery up there, all I had was some charcoals and 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 stones. So I actually wrote my theorem on the walls of the monastery. That's incredible! How interesting! I'm surprised you don't recognize me. We actually attended the same university. Did we? Ah, oh, a pleasure to see an old friend. What were you studying at the time? Oh, me. I was studying anthropology and psychology and the interactions of people such as a very similar subject to this very book you're not right we must have been in the same class maybe we were maybe we were like uh different uh different classes of the same thing i, I don't quite remember you in in any of the lectures or anything like that uh, i tighten my grip on his wrist that's interesting considering you ah oh my work and humiliated me in front of all of them. At this moment, you watch his eyes go wide as the realization of who he is currently stood in front of dawns on him. Not only does it dawn upon him that Arnar Greywolf is the person he stole the thesis from, but it dawns on him that the new Arnar Greywolf is twice as wide as him and three times as intimidating as the young scrawny half-orc that he betrayed was back in the day. As he looks at you, he goes, no, and tries to pull his arm free of yours. Oh, don't worry, Meridas. I intend you no harm. 
and I lean in really close. You see, you've already killed yourself. You sit upon a throne of my accomplishments, and you claim that the crown you wear on your head is your own, when in fact I wove it for you with nothing but my hands. I cannot kill you, for you are merely a husk of a person, masquerading around as but a mask on a shadow. At this point, you see his demeanor just diminish. All the confidence that was there is gone. His wrist becomes, his arm becomes almost limp in your grip as a, he kind of like cowers and is like, hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, man. If you want royalties, whatever you want. And at this point, Ulfur kind of comes over and steps in and kind of like tries to grab you by the waist and is like, we are so sorry. He, he must be confusing you for someone. We, we are, we are so sorry and tries to like separate Do not you and interrupt him. me Oliver. He, he lets go and at this point uh, a woman across the road kind of hears this kerfuffle and turns and begins watching on uh as well um as miradas goes man I'll, I'll give you whatever you want what what, what do you want man? I'll, I'll... Up. <sighs> yes like i said i intend you no harm because there is nothing that I could do that would hurt you any more than you living a lie and feeling that guilt festering inside you, knowing that all of your accomplishments mean nothing. I've already won. And I let go of his arm. As you let go, like his, his like pull momentum that he was doing means that he topples over and falls onto the ground in like uh, in a clump with his you know like coat kind of wrapped around him and his bag kind of strewed and a couple of the copies of the book fall onto the ground he's like he kind of like scooches backwards away from you and he's like i'm sorry man I did, i'm sorry okay jeez and you see him like get up like begin collecting his things as he kind of like looks at you in fear and uh, goes just leave me alone man and like goes to like Beeline it away from you in fear. <laughs> Amazing. As you cackle, he runs away and barges through some people and sends, uh, you know, uh, a gentleman carrying a, a box, just kind of hurtling the box topples, and he's just like, uh, uh, and kind of like scurries away around the corner and disappears. At that moment, we're going to cut back inside to the men's urine hideout um, with Blanco, Toad, Maddox, and Leopold all stood in the main room of the men's urine hideout. You have, uh, Maddox has just introduced uh, the alpha of this fencing club, Sir Leopold Armwind. And as Leopold kind of comes in, he's like, uh, he's like, <coughs> excuse me, uh, hello there, uh, my, my, my name is Leopold. Uh, my, my, my keen assistant here tells me that uh, you, you wish to speak to me. Is this uh, matter something we can discuss here, or, or would you like to take it privately to my office? Um, Is it urgent, or are we... Yeah, it's, it's urgent. I guess we can go um, privately sure. if, if possible, if, 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 of, if, if it's possible with your schedule. Of course. That's not a problem. Uh, f follow me to my office, and you see him you know, with his little, and, and you guys have got to be wondering, like in your head, you're looking at this old frail man. How is this the alpha of a fencing club? Like, and, and, and Maddox is talking all this shit about Blanco not being able to defeat this 
elderly gentleman who's who's you know got his cane and is kind of like hobbling around as uh, as he kind of continues and uh, he gets to a door opens a door and you can see that there's a staircase that leads upwards um at this point maddox is kind of left and uh he turns to blanco and he goes uh b before you go um i just wanted to apologize just just once more um and say if you ever wish to come train with me i have a dojo where I live at the Carlisle compound, I'd be honored to learn, you know, wh where you learned that surprise attack from, and 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 I could maybe teach you some some of my fencing technique called the the hand and mouth. I'd, I'd be honored to to share some some of that with you. So if you wish to come up, please, uh, you know, c come and see me up at my compound, and we can train together sometime. That'd be that would be an honor of mine, especially after the dishonor I brought upon myself today. Really that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, um, Blanco is um, thinking that this, while this is honorable and everything, he, it sort of feels like this is a way he could get closer, hopefully, being a Carlisle, um, possibly Malcolm Carlisle. He's got this whole idea of the man with the black hands and he says to, to um, Toad, please pass on my gratitude and I would very much like to take him up on his offer that would be most kind of him um well inside he knows he's saying something that is truthful and he is feeling honorable but there's also the mission in the back of his head um well they did they that'd be the most that'd be that'd be they would gladly accept that um if you don't mind you're your family is pretty popular here, right? So we're, we're we're new here, but I think I've heard of your family, right? You're uh, pretty. Yes, I, I I am I am a Carlisle. Pleasure to meet you. My my father is Malcolm, the uh, the, the the warden of the, the 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 People's Republic here. And Blanco oh. goes, I told you, I knew it. Is is what they say true about his about his hands? I've heard a rumor that they're that they're like a, a black coloring. I don't know. I thought we were talking about it, but it didn't make sense to me. Go on, Bart. Let's have you make a good old persuasion check with uh, with with your with your enhanced ability and all of that. Go for it. <laughs> good. That's a twenty-five. Oh yes. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Loving this. You see him look over your shoulder to Leopold, who is uh, kind of begun taking, you know, his first slow steps up the stairs and uh he goes uh sorry did you say the rumors that his that he has black hands is that, that that's what you said right wasn't it yeah something, yeah. something weird like that i'm not, yeah. I'm not sure but it... uh he goes um look um i'm not sure where that rumor came from strange because no he he, he does not have black hands at all his hands were injured in a and you see him like take a second swallow very hard in a uh, incident that uh that that happened um yeah and and uh no he i'm so he, sorry that i his skin actually his skin and muscle is completely burnt away from his hands he's 
he wears gloves these days, but he's he's been left with skeletal hands. I'm so I'm so sorry to hear that. I I thought the rumor sounded dumb, but I just want I'm I'm so sorry to hear that, but I'm glad that he's still alive. Whatever happened. Blanco reiterates to to Toad. He's like, oh, I was so close, but I agree with you. It feels like this young man has been through so much. Uh, you hear suddenly Leopold from like halfway up the stairs be like, come, come, where are, come on, I, I don't have all day. Come come on now, you. Sorry, Sorry but we would definitely, we would definitely like to, um, to, 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 yeah. to, they would definitely like to train with you and they, they want to reiterate yeah. that you are a most honorable fighter and, and I, I'll say myself too, that you, you did, just by apologizing, you realize you may have made a mistake and by apologizing and owning up to it, you're already, no, that's you see him. You see him while you kind of talking about this. He reaches up to his face and like touches the burnt side of his face, and then like lets his hand drop as if you know his mind is elsewhere. While while you're saying this to him, and he goes, "Yeah, um, yeah, I, I've I've got to go. Um, th thanks, thanks, thanks for today, and I'll." Uh, Catch you guys around. That, nice bows. meeting you, Black Magic and uh, and T. And uh, he bows back to you. Um, and uh, and his bow, he like visibly goes to make it lower than yours, Blanco. And then uh, and then kind of backs away and is like, uh, enjoy talking to Leopold. I hope you uh, you 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 uh, find out what you what or you know are able to discuss what you needed to. Um, As we're about you. to go up the stairs to follow um, Leopold, I, I turn to Toad and say, Toad, I. I need to apologize. Um, I let my my vision cloud my my actions, and um, I want you to know that I have realized that my rapier can only be used when I find the man with black hands. And while I was in there, I felt like I was not honorable to who I am. And, uh, to to do this surprise attack, I, I allowed my head to to rule my actions, and I thank you for always coming back to the point of honor. And for this, I I sheath my rapier now. I shall now not use it until we find the man with black hands. I'll just let you guys know, it is about twelve o'clock in game time at this point. Um, I feel that I have maybe made it difficult for us to obtain information, but um, uh, we shall see that he's taking us to his private quarters. Maybe we can have an honest talk with him. That's what I was thinking too, so we'll... <laughs> Amazing. You guys ascend the staircase up into uh into his office you see as you come up um it's this uh this gorgeous office with you know bookshelves on either side and behind the desk you can see that there's a large mahogany desk in the center of the room uh with a bare pelt carpet in the center of the room um you can see uh that uh he kind of shuffles around pulls out his uh his chair and kind of sits down rests his cane up against the table as he unclips his uh his um, scabbard and lays it on the table in front of him, um, and goes, oh, "Come, come in here. T take a seat. What, what is it uh, I can do for you both uh, today?" 
and above table, so we only know the Leopold just knows the schematics. We don't know, like, like he just knows that's all we know about him, that he knows that he has schematics. That's it, correct? You guys know that he is the head architect of the reservoirs, and if anyone were to have the blueprints or any sort of, you know, indication of the building's layout, he would be the guy. But nothing else about him, like what side he might be on, stuff like that, just basic, just he yep. just being encrypted, that's it. Yeah. Um, Blanco sort of steps around the bear rug to sit down, doesn't wish to step on another animal's skin or fur and fur, you know, sort of like edges his way around and sits down. Thank you. Uh, Cho, please relay our thanks for this meeting. So, uh, thank you. I just want to thank you for, uh, for meeting, uh, meeting with us right now. Um, it's, okay. it's an honor to meet you. Of course. Uh, and and uh, how may I address uh, the two of you? You know my name is Leopold. Well, how may I address the, the, the two of you? So how do you, how do you want me to sell black magic or? Well, I think if we are being honest, say Blanco. So my name is, um, I'm Toad and this is, this is Blanco. Um, Blanco, I don't know if you need me to translate, they, but they've been, they know the language. I think, I think you can, I think you can suffice. To... Um, well, Blanco and Toad, it, it is a pleasure. Um, I hope that I may be able to assist you. You seem quite uh, in, in duress. You seem like there, there, there's something quite important on your mind, Mr. Toad. Yeah, there there is. Um, there's a lot, I mean, with, with the water and everything. Just a lot. Um, and you were, and I've heard, I've, I've heard uh, plenty of tales, but you, you helped design the, uh, the aqueduct, right? That was, you're the uh, new. Yeah, I, I, I am, uh, well, I was employed by, uh, the, the, the daimyo. Um, I, I was part of the construction of the Imperial city and, uh, and a good proportion of, uh, the people's Republic as well. Um, I, but primarily, yes, I worked on the the reservoirs in, in in the city. That 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 was my main project. Yes. Are you are you architects yourself? Mm, looking to get into it more. Like we're definitely trying to study it more. So, to be honest, we are looking more to just curious about the schematics, of which I know you probably can't share. But we are kind of curious about how you were able to design everything. I mean, it's so intricate, but so also still has such. It's own kind of style to it, if that makes sense. I mean, it's it's almost beyond describing how you're able to make it work, and so. Kevin, we, we have. Yeah, we have been in awe of the city that he has mainly been the builder of, the architect. I appreciate your your very kind words. Uh, Toad, can you please make a persuasion check with uh, with. Actually, you know, make a deception check with with advantage. Oh, okay. Dang, that's not good. You have that's inspiration. You have inspiration. Oh, yes, yes, of course. That's a okay. Where is that? Twelve. So. 
17. 17. He looks at you for a second, stops, and he goes, you know, the last architects that came in here were trying to steal my work. I garroted both of them and took their Adam's apples for breakfast. But I really appreciate how much you appreciate my work. It's very hard to get practicality and, you know, art together. And, you know, the fact that you can see that, you know, I, I, I've spoken to many architects and when I show them my reservoirs, they're all like, man, you know, it's a reservoir. But they can't see the beauty that you can clearly see, Mr. Toad. So I like a like-minded person like myself. So. Uh, uh, what was it you were wanting to know specifically about uh, the way that it is it function? Is it aesthetics? Is it are you looking for more of the uh, I believe um, the style that I was trying to encompass? I'm not sure if you got this, but I was trying to go very art deco with with Ooh. what I was creating the, the curves and everything like that. I, I'm not sure whether you got that feeling. Uh, it seems like someone as astute as yourself would be able to see that. I was getting closer. I didn't think that exactly. That's what I was kind of thinking, but I didn't want to be wrong, and so you are uh, not wrong at all. No, dead, dead on the money. So, what, what what aspect of the reservoirs are you interested in? What can I possibly teach uh, to budding uh, 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 architects today? Blanco leans into Toad and says, um, "Maybe we could ask him to show us how he created the different flaws in the Art Deco style." just so that how we could understand how to build a building on different levels in the Art Deco style, and he might show us the different floors. Yes, um, so like they were asking, so all the floors that you made, like how were you able to incorporate that design to all the floors? Like, you know, they're all of such a distinct style, but still able to function so well. Two things. One, Tracy, I believe Toad has revealed that you are using a, a fake. You're, you're you're using fake dialogue, so you can now speak in common to them. Oh, can we? Well, I, well, I, well, I, yeah, I, I just I didn't say they were fake. I said they, they know enough language yeah. to, yeah, to yeah, get by. Yeah. Okay. To, to, to okay, be able to converse. Because we were speaking yeah. in like um, yeah. animal, you know, because you yeah. both speak. Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, he goes. That is a phenomenal question. Layering is very important. And let me tell you a tale. So there was a great architect, Methodius, and Methodius was a incredible architect back when Pangea was whole. Now, and he stands up and begins pacing as he says this. Now, when Methodius built the first library uh, in create, uh, yeah. I don't mean to be rude, but um. Sometimes I, I, you're, you're speaking and not understand so much. I, I am better visual than, than words. Um, so may, I'm sorry, my, the language is di difficult, uh, but I'm better if I see things than I understand them. Of course, you know what I will do? I'd be glad to show you guys the, 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 the blueprints of what I created so that you could see um, exactly, you know, how it kind of went about. Let me just finish my tale because this is, this is a great one for any young uh, architect that hasn't heard this tale. Well, so Methodius, when he built the first library in Creator for the great goddess Alia, he built this magnificent building. It was greater than any that had been seen before. And this Janasi was the best architect around. It rose hundreds of feet in the air and was truly a statement of her power. However, Mephidias, in his arrogance, forgot to account for the books. So with each year, once the library had been constructed, it began sinking into the ground one foot each year. And within 50 years, it was completely gone. 
So I say to both of you, never forget the books. Never forget the books. And this is why I built my reservoirs in such a way. So let me quickly, uh, one moment, and uh, he goes behind his chair, and you can see that there is a gile, uh, uh, behind his chair there's that bookcase, and above the bookcase is a giant oil painting of himself. Um, like in a chair looking regal. Um, and uh, he pulls a ladder across, climbs up the ladder, actually opens the painting to reveal a safe in the wall. Uh, he looks at you and he, uh, he goes, oh, one moment, and leans his ear against the safe, begins doing the tumbler. The, sh the safe opens, he reaches in and pulls out um, a couple of like uh, rolled up uh, large pieces of uh, like A3 paper and it climbs back down and places them on the table, opens them out in front of you. And he opens out, um, I'll, I'll quickly, we'll just go through this quickly. So he opens out, um, he opens out this floor first. Um, not sure if you guys can see that. Can you guys see that? It's on the map. Okay, let me go to the map. Yeah. It's on yeah, the map in shard. Amazing. So he goes, this is the basement floor. Now, this is where the books come in. I made sure to reinforce all of the walls in the basement so that they could withstand the structural integrity and the amount of water that was going to be put into each reservoir, which, as you probably know, is thousands of gallons, thousands and thousands and thousands of gallons. So, as you can see, the structural shape, I chose, uh, I chose a very interesting shape. You can see uh, the octagonal structure of it really allowed me to create a strong base here. Then, obviously, I made room for all, you know, the, the, the prison cells over here and made sure that the cells could hold the roof above. Um, of course, you know, I built the arcane, uh, the arcane scanner in the center of the room. And then there are the two other rooms. I'm not quite sure what they've done with them since, but I built two other rooms just in case they needed to store things or things like that down here. Um, I, I, I don't Yes, sir. I, I am so sorry. You are speaking very fast. Um, uh, would you arcane, like me to slow down? Uh, that would be. Uh, of course. Scanner is. Uh, I, this is a new term for me. I'm. It is a new technology that myself and Lucian Clark Machino of the People's Republic invented together. Um, oh. This is basically somewhere where you can pass a prisoner through and it will detect whether they have any hidden items on their person before you then can relieve them of those items and place them in their prison cell. Um, but yes, this is, this, is, this is the basement floor. So Toad in, and so Blanco, can you please make investigation right. checks? Can you yeah. please make investigation checks or perception yeah. checks, whichever you would prefer? E, I'm bad at both. <laughs> perception or investigation, let me see. Perception. Investigation and perception. Ooh. Ooh. That's, that, that's a dirty 20. Mm. Uh, that's a, a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Beautiful. Blanco, as you look at this first uh, layer of, of, of map here, and you're kind of like... Like looking at it and you're like, you can see in the left-hand corner that it seems like Leopold put in a drainage system somewhere in, in this like left-hand room. And as you kind of notice, you notice that there's two locations that are marked in red on the map currently. Both are grates in the floor that you believe, Blanco, could easily be lifted from below and accessed. He then quickly pulls the next floor 
over on top of this floor and rolls it out for you guys. I, I have a quick question. You are very, very smart in, in this room because this is the foundation. We are learning this, um, uh, Toad and I. You, you don't have any uh, windows or? Of course not. It's on. It's subterranean. There's no windows. Of course oh, not. That would, that would be silly. This is the basement. Yes, this is, this is the basement. Um, uh, Toad, did, did, did you uh, find it the most amazing shape? That's yes, and I love the I love how the arcane scale that you still kept that same design with the two, so it's functional, but yet it still has that you still put that flow in there. You can still see that 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 touch. Oh. By this, that say Jean V. I agree. That say Jean V. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. By this, I'm trying to get like um, Toad and I remembering things in, mm -hmm. in the the room, like together. Where, and uh, it was very smart to, to, to put some um, different rooms and, and different things in into the room. And, and uh, I, uh, drains, you have some drains or something like this? Is this- Of course, you always have to allow for drainage, just in case, you know, for some score reason, if, you know, the water in the reservoir were yeah. to like, you know, it could possibly ah, drain this, away. This, this, Oh. Of course. Yes. You know, you've got to, Lord. like I said, yes. got to be thinking about the books. The water absolutely is the books more. in this case. Absolutely. It's uh, so heavy. It's, uh, exactly. All right, you, I, I can see you're getting it. Water, books, same thing. We're on the same page. Right. Next floor. And uh, he pulls out the next floor. Yes, Amber, go for it. I'm just going to be right back. Continue. Cool. As, uh, as he pulls out on the next floor, he goes, now this is the ground floor. This is my favorite floor. I made it as grand as I possibly could. As you can see, uh, I made sure uh, that uh, the warden has a, the, 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 the machino has a very nice uh, um, uh, office area where they, can, where they can be separate from the rest of the guard hooligans uh, that work here. Um, I made sure that the distribution room in the top left-hand corner uh, had ample room to store water and then distribute it to the people of Uptown. Of course, they need a locker room, so I made sure that the locker room was constructed. Um, but, you know, uh, the entryway is where all the glory is. You you should see the pillars that I carved in there. I carved them by hand, Toad, by hand. Do you get what I'm saying? What did that take? Oh. At least five days. I did have a couple of other hands helping me, but I did it myself as well. That, it's amazing. And, and how, how, how do you keep everyone secure in the building? It's uh, so difficult to... Well, this is the thing. I made sure that there's only one way in or out. It means if you're going in, you're going to have to work exceedingly hard. Uh, if you want to get in through the front and then cause chaos, you know, the guards, you, you're not getting out easily either. So one way in, one way out, straight through the entrance, as you can see by the, the, the secretary's area there. You can see uh, right in the far left. Uh, in, in. You're um, so smart. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate someone who can appreciate intelligence. That is true appreciation. Can you guys both make perception or investigation checks again for this floor? It's not, it's not. Mm -hmm. uh, 17. 17. Blanco again is, you look at this floor there's something a little bit odd to you. You can see that the main entrance, the red mark at the front here, is definitely a way to get in. You could 100% walk in through the front door. However, you notice in the drawings that the wall 
of the of the outer wall of the People's Republic actually connects to the backside of this reservoir. Um, and you notice on the map that there seems to be like a crack in the wall that has been like circled and a line has been written saying needs to be filled. And you can see that this crack would lead through the wall into the locker room and definitely could be another point of entry. Or escape. <laughs> or escape, indeed. Uh, I, I have to commend you on uh, how you have portioned the proportion sizes of the rooms. Toad, do you not feel these these rooms are very well proportioned with the, the, the way his, uh, Leopold has laid it out? And the shape, again, just the shape alone. Ah, oh, you, you are both too kind, but let me show you. Let me show you. Now, don't get me wrong, the, the, the ground floor is my favorite. It's the one that I put, you know, most of my effort in to look beautiful because, you know, most people are down here. But the next two floors, let me just tell you, that is where, that is where things get very interesting. And he pulls out the next map. And uh, I'm going to get part inspiration on too. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, go on, go on. So I'm cast parting inspiration on him. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, he uh, he's like, this is the water dying floor. Now I, I was instructed by Lucian that this was vital uh, because without being able to dye the water, it cannot be rationed. So as you can see, I made it so that the giant tanks of water actually go through the ceiling into this floor. Pipes run along into the dying room where you are then able to dye. Uh, you know all the. Uh, all the water with the colors and then be distributed. But the beauty here is that these tanks are half suspended through a roof. Do you know how I did that with no supports underneath? Would you like to know? Oh, absolutely. Well, I, I would be delighted to tell you. It was with a lot of hard work. That is how I did it. That's one of my secrets that I just cannot give out. I apologize. It's a, it's a little joke that I like to play on people. Apologize. Apologies, I, I can't give that one away or else I wouldn't be the architect that I am. But no, no worries. I just thought uh, thought you would like that one. Um, but yes, um, finally, finally, we have the top floor. And um, the top floor is the roof. Um, this is where you can see the top of the reservoirs. I made sure that they were completely sealed from the top. No access to the reservoirs, uh, you know, from the roof. However, I made sure that there was many points of which guards could look out upon the city and if they needed to alert people of such activities or maldoings if anything is going wrong around there. Of course, you know, I put in a couple of nice flower beds because even though guards are barbarians, you know, barbarians do still enjoy a good flower here and there, you know, it is what it is. Um, so uh, this one, this one, let me just tell you, let me just tell you, and I will tell you, but let me tell you, this floor, the mosaics I have put on the floor, you will be blown away. Now you might say, why put a mosaic on a roof? Well, it's so that the guards flying around on their manticores every now and then who come down from the people, uh, from the Imperial City are able to bear witness to the glory that is my creation. So if you see any Hikoshi guards, know that that guard is likely seen my art and is probably impressed. Oh. I know I'm impressed. That is just the attention to detail. You, you don't get that everywhere. That's not at all. No, you don't get that anywhere. Let's be real. You don't get that anywhere. Detail. I'm the guy. So um, let, let let me uh, let, let me just say, you know, uh, 
is there anything else that is there anything in particular about the you know the levels that I've trained? Is there anything that I, I, I could teach you? You guys, please both make perception checks and investigation checks for this floor. My gosh. Ten. I've been rolling so bad. Twenty-two. <laughs> Boom! Blanco coming in again. Blood. Staring hard. I've got I've got advantage on this plus four. Yeah. You can see that the stairwell that goes up through all the floors, there's a single stairwell that goes from the basement to the ground floor to the water dying room, all the way up to the roof. You imagine if somehow you got onto the roof, Blanco, wouldn't be too hard to go down the stairs. That seems like a pretty nice point of entry. Uh, I have a, a, a question. You have built a staircase, and we are learning that a staircase can create a point of sort of like when a structure is very uh, like firm, weak a, a, a firm of, a point yes of weakness and sometimes um so explain how how do you do this how do you access to get to stop the weakness of the doors and let me tell you and you see him dramatically put his hand on his head and raise a hand let me just tell you look what they teach you in architecture school is that stairs are weakness. Let me tell you right now that Leopold Armwith makes stairs strength. Stairs are the strength of this building. How else can you ascend from floor to floor? I mean, come on now. Easy access to be able to move up and down. The guards need to be able to, on the flash, the click of a fingers, run between the floors and solve any issues that they might have. So this, I put to you, is a point of strength. Oh. As he says that, Blanco, you think, well, it seems like I could walk down those stairs pretty fucking easily and would be a, probably a point of weakness, actually. <laughs> um, so uh, what you are saying is that um, you can create doorways with no doors or locks on staircases, which is a great thing for access and, and speed. Oh, Speed, I access, inclusivity, diversity, synchronicity. Energonisticism. All things that you need to consider when you are being an architect. <laughs> Was that energonisticism? I, I go to, to Toad. This is fantastic information. I, have, I, I, I hope. Are you using your. Would you like to write anything down? I have a quill and paper. Would you like to write something down? Oh, yes. What would that be? Of course, no problem. And he hands you a quill and paper. And he goes, So, in my years of being an architect, and begins just While like he's rambling. Doing that, I, I go, Toad, you take the first two floors, I take the basement. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to give, I'm going to enhance um, ability for, for them, uh, for, for him. So, I'm going to do that and I'm going to cast it on. going to give them, because you're trying to, what's the problem going to be? Intelligence? Because if they're gonna, you're, you're planning on copying it down. Remember, like yeah. yeah, yeah. And so with that, I'm gonna give you, yep, I'm gonna give you um, a ability for of um, intelligence. So Fox is cunning. And uh, you you see him kind of begin pacing and just begin rambling and being like, you know, in my first year in architecture school, it was the hardest year of my life. And he just goes on. And at this moment, we're gonna cut uh, back outside um, as Geo and uh, and Evis rejoin R and R and Ulfer as this. Fawful with Miradas 
has just gone down. You guys are like walking around the corner to see Miradas kind of scuttle off and disappear and be like, ah, leave me alone. And you see like murmurs of people and like small clusters of people watching this go down and be like, did you see him? He said, he said that that work was his. Did you, what was that? Did you, he's, he's ginormous. That guy's massive. It's literally like that scene in Community where Donald Glover comes back into the apartment carrying the pizzas and everything's yes. on fire. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, and um. Olaf is like, Olaf is like, Arna, are, are you okay? I have never been better. Uh, guys, he 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 just blew up. We need to get out of here. We need to go. We need to go to Anthea's. We're we're gonna get busted. We're, we need to get out of here. She is wearing what an Ollie's name. Oh, oh. <laughs> what in Ollie's name happened? And you know what? We can talk about it later. Fine. Let's let's oh, just get out of let's just get out of here. We just need to get out of here. Arnar, we need to go, we need to go. Too many people witness that. We need to get out of here. Yes, 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 yes. As you say yes, you see a person walk around the corner with two guards uh, and they and they point across the street to R&R you're gone without me I'll catch up you shouldn't be a, you shouldn't be seen I'm going to say this not facing them I'm just going to say it so that they hear it but that I'm not looking at them you should not be seen associating with me right now I will handle this oh oh okay uh, you sure? The guards are walking over. You have thirty seconds. Go. Yes. Yeah. Leave, just, leave, just. Leave, leave. We don't want you going. I don't want you going down with me if that is the state of things. Please leave. Okay. Yeah. Um, Evis is just gonna like hook their arm in with Geos and just to like and and Ulfers and just like tug them along to wherever. Just anywhere but here. Amazing. You guys begin making your way off. Uh, away from R&R and towards uh, Anthea's shop. R&R, as the two guards approach you, you can see one of them is wearing uh, the purple kabuki mask with the flat uh, rim thing, where the other one is wearing a white kabuki mask. And they both have their symbols, that, that imperial symbol of the barbed wire with the water in the center, um, in the colors of their same mask. Um, and you can see the one with purple has um, a kind of larger scimitar at his hip than the one in white. And as they approach, they go, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, sir, we've received reports that there was an incident of violence that, uh, that happened here. Was there? Mm-hmm, indeed. Uh, was, have you seen anything? We were told that, um, a large gentleman, a large, uh, half-orc gentleman was, uh, was berating a half-elf, uh, about something in the street. Is that, is... Is that considered to be violence? We simply had a disagreement. You see, we are old friends and we simply had run into each other and, well, one thing simply led to another. No violence was exchanged. He simply, uh, well, he fell on his ass, if I'm going to be completely frank, and made a bit of a fool of himself. How did he fall on his ass if there was no violence involved? Did you, did you, uh, did you physically touch him? and force him onto the ground. No, I did not. I simply was holding on to his wrist in a manner, in form of debate, and then I let go, and he simply fell backwards as he could not keep his footing. Which is interesting for our duelist. I don't know how he would manage to fall backwards if he is so prone to being balanced. 
A duelist, you say? What, what, what do you mean, duelist? And, and the, the one with the purple mask turns to one white, he goes, It sounds to me like you said that you had hold of him, released him, and then he fell over. It sounds like you were holding on to him during this, uh, this conflict. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. Hmm. Now, did he consent for you to hold him in this way? He did. He offered me a book that he had signed. Where is this book that you speak of? Uh, did he leave it on the ground? Your one, your one, uh, he gave it to you and you've, you've still got uh, it. It would be this one. Hmm. What's your name, sir? My name is R&R Greywolf. I'm a detective and I give him the card. He takes the card. Can I please see your People's Republic visa as well, please? Most certainly. And I hand him my visa. He looks at them, looks to the guy to his left and goes, Seems to check out. Same name. Same image. Okay, well, sir, you know what? Just keep your hands to yourself in the future and try not to cause as many disruptions uh, here in Uptown. It's not, uh... It's not seemly, as it were. So... Please be on your way and, uh, and and make yourself scarce from this area. Oh, yes, of course. It was really my bad bringing my um, low town propensities up here. I will leave you to it. Uh, and I turn around and begin walking away. As you walk away, the guy in the white mask goes, bloody downtown scum coming up further and further every day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go... Um, uh, just to make sure I'm not following, I'm going to do a couple of laps around a nearby block. Cool. Uh, can, I, can I make sure I'm not being followed? 100%, yeah, yeah. With your, with your 18 passive perception is you're kind of carefully, like, checking over your shoulder and, you know, trying to lose them. You're doing the old slip, you know, you're diving into a shot for a second and then coming back out. And, you know, yeah. you're, you're giving them the slip. Um, no, they're not following you. They're not following okay. you. Very cool. Then I will go uh, to the predetermined location. Amazing. Cut back into... Leopold's office as he goes, and you know what, in my fourth year of um, being at architect school, that is when I really came into my own. And as he's doing this, I'll be asking questions, like, can you go back to that, to the first signal floor? So like, ask him like, oh, so with that style, you did this here, right? So, so I'll be asking him to kind of go back like the show, so like, as he's talking, like, oh, so you learned that method and you put that to this aspect on this floor, right? So kind yeah. of him to flip back through them again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he flips back through. He's showing you all oh, the aspects, and uh, and he's he, he's giving you all that kind of information. He's he, he's like just breaking down like more about the materials and stuff that he's used, and and like sections, and and, and just kind of going over that kind of stuff with you guys. Um, and and uh, and he he kind of stops a second, and he goes, "Oh goodness!" He looks at a watch that he has on his wrist and goes, "Oh golly!" Um, Oh geez, um, I'm meant to be somewhere right now. Um, I actually um, have a, a a a ribbon that I am cutting. Excuse me. Oh my goodness, I'm so burpy after the ale I had downstairs. Excuse me. <clears throat> um, I, I I have I have somewhere to be. I have a ribbon to cut. Um, is is there any other questions? I'd be happy to answer. You know, one or two more questions for you guys before uh, I have to usher you uh, usher you out today. Uh, I, I no? Oh, good. Wonderful. No problem. Right. Let's let's get out of here then. And uh, he he kind of uh, scrunches up all the the papers and uh, and puts them on his chair. And he's like, oh, I'll deal with that later. Um, and uh, and he like stands behind you guys. He's like, come on then. Let's uh, let's 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 make our way out. 
Yes, yes, coming. You, you have been uh, most kind. Thank you very much indeed. And uh, um, I, I stand and step around the, the bear Amazing. rug again. He, uh, he walks you guys back down the stairs. Uh, oh, let me, let me just ask this. Uh, let me, do, let me, let me just ask this. He goes down the stairs first. Um, would you guys like to do anything? As he goes down the stairs first, you do have the sketches of the of the different floors. We'll uh, we'll come back and see how good you guys did when you get to Anthea's. Um, but uh, but yes, he goes down the stairs first, leaving you both stood at the top of the stairs, still in his office. <laughs> I I I go. Blanco, keep talking to him. Uh, uh, Toad, keep talking to him. I'm going to run back and quickly just grab. While I, I got to draw, I'm not sure it's 100%. And I... Um, dash hit, back across the dash room? Dash back across the room, grab the papers, stick them into under my tunic, and... He gets, half, he gets halfway down the stairs, turns back around and goes, Oh, you know, I, I just remembered another thesis that one of my professors told me that I think you would... Oh, where did, where did your friend go? And he turns to Toad. Yeah. I would say, I, I think they... They might have dropped something up there. Um, they said they picked something up, they dropped it. They're always dropping their pens and pencils. As they're taking those notes, they dropped their own pen and left it back there. And right. as I come out of the room, I, I hear, hear Tone and I go, oh, the pen you'd given me? I go, oh, found, found it and I dropped it. I wanted to give it back to you. Uh, oh, Leo. thank you very much. And he's, uh, he's like, you know what? Actually, can you return it to the inkwell on my desk, please? And he hands it back to you. And I put it back in. Cool. The now, can you just tell me, uh, Blanco, as you go back into the room to recover items, what are you grabbing? What, what, what are you grabbing? Where are you putting it? Let's talk about it. I'm grabbing those papers. Like, You're grabbing the maps? Yeah. Okay. I've literally, and they are going under my tunic. Like, okay. it's like... Any, any, anything else, if you'd like to make, uh, you, you would know as you've been sat on the desk, there's, I, there's papers yeah. strewn I on the desk. The scabbard is there and stuff like that. Yeah, his that. sword is still on the table. You can see there's a couple more papers kind of strewn do, on the desk. Can I do a check to see if anything is relating to like the guard schedule, like anything yep. to do with like Uptown Reservoir? 100%, please do. And what is this, a perception check? Uh, investigation. Investigation. Nine. You have no advantage on I, I gave you, I, I did enhance ability yeah. on you. Yeah, you okay. have a, yeah, okay. that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. It's okay. a very good point. 17. 17. You grab the maps, you begin stuffing them. Are you stuffing them into your clothes? Are you stuffing yeah, them into a bag? they into my tunic. Like they, they've cool. gone straight into my tunic. Cause cool. I, we had put them on awesome. the chair, so I grabbed those yeah. quickly down Stuff into them. the tunic yeah. so they're not bulging or anything. Cool. Can you make a sleight of hand check to see uh, to see you stuffing it into the tunic, whether that does any damage to the maps? Seven. Seven. Uh, you hear a as uh, as you stuff it in, but you're just going so fast that uh, that you just get it in there as fast as possible. Now, with your 17 investigation, as you look at the desk, you see a note addressed to Leopold. The note says, "My dearest friend, Leo, I have received word from the Prime that we shall be raiding." The Tornosu Bathhouse. Very soon. 
could you please supply us with the blueprints to this building? Your good friend, Lucian Clark. Mm. Okay, I I leave the note there, but I memorize it. Like I I memorize it. Cool. And um, I I'm checking around to see if the the um, uh, blueprint. Mm -hmm. Did you say the blueprints? Was it blueprints? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I check to see if the blueprints are, are around to the uh, to, to that place. Uh, no, you can't see any blueprints anywhere okay. for for the bathhouse. All right, I just take a mental note of the, yep. the message, and I I leave. Amazing. You rejoin Toad yep. in the stairwell, and Leopold is like, "What well, wonderful! Come on then!" And 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 he continues, and he's like, "So the theory that my that my professor told me was a great one. He said arches." over starches and i that's always stuck with me always stuck with me that one uh, you know you've got to make sure you get your arches made out of concrete not drywall because drywall arches they're just not gonna cut it um and uh, uh rib vault or fan vaults i'm more of a fan vault guy myself i must admit uh, let me ask sconces or terrafits i've heard this Sconces are for nonces. That's... I haven't heard that one, but I like it. I like the way it rhymes. I shall remember that. Um, you guys get down into the main room. He closes the door and locks it with a key. Um, and is like, uh, right, sh shall I see you out then? Um, sure, can I, can I... Yes, yes, you can see us out. That's fine. Of course, no, no problem at all. I'd be glad to do so. And he begins, you know, with his little cane, kind of just hobbling along as he walks around to the to the beads, spreads the beads, and he, he goes, "Go on through, go on through." It was a pleasure, and I I go to to Toad. Uh, we might need to leave quickly. Toad, Toad looks distraught. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. As you guys get outside the tea house, tea house, Leopold stands there and goes, you know what, it has been such a pleasure to be able to talk about architect with real architects. You know, architecture is one of those few things that I rarely get to discuss with people. There's so few of us in the world. So you know what, if you ever need anything from me, I would be more than happy to assist you in anything that I can, especially to do with architecture. But I also have pull in other ways. So if you need a favor, feel free to ask. But I'll make sure I get one back from you, of course. Of course, of course. Um, and so, thank you again for, for taking the time to speak with us. I know you're busy. No problem. I, I must be gone. Um, and you see him like just beeline it for the gate in Uptown that leads to the court, basically. And I, I turn to, to um, Toad and I go, Toad, uh, I hope you don't mind. And I took this as we're out, you know, walking away and I'm, as I'm he re as as Blanco reveals it, you see the blueprint. You see the blue of the blueprints st sticking out of their tunic. Oh, you! T oh gosh. Um, I mean, I guess it's fine. We're not coming back here ever again. So, I'm just worried that we're the last people that they he knows us. So, uh, um, we'll ask Arnor. I'm, I'm not sure if that was the best 
I'm just worried that since we're the last people that he spoke to about it, he's gonna. Oh, you can you can you can still see Leopold within eyesight. He's uh, he's not gone out of eyesight. Maybe we can say that, you, that he dropped them. That um, he was actually that he dropped them outside okay. the room. Okay. Oh, Good idea. Oh. Leopold, Leopold, wait, wait! Oh my gosh! Oh my uh, gosh! Leopold. Yes. So, 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 he see. comes back. Go on the ground. Look, they, you're, they're trailing you. I, I don't know how they caught on to. They caught on to something. Were you meant? Did you mean uh, to bring these out here? Uh, what was it? So what? 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 What have you put? The blueprints? Yeah. Beautiful. Not, not, not my drawings of them. Just the the actual. He goes. I put those oh my on. Gosh. I put those on my chair, and he quickly scoops them up. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, "I'm gonna help him, dude." Oh, you. Oh my gosh, are they okay? I saw them because you were walking. I was like, "What is that falling from you?" Oh, oh my uh, god. I he, think they got caught in your ropes as you turned around from the chair. Oh. Oh my gosh. Can, can you guys make a persuasion check for me, or a deception, whichever? I'm happy. Uh, ha happy either way. <laughs> Critical fail. 16 and a, and a critical <laughs> fail. He looks at you both and he goes, I swear. That's what I was thinking too, because we've written down, but for whatever reason you're walking and they just trailed. I don't know how they, I don't know how they even happened. He leans in a tad embarrassed and goes, you know, my mind isn't quite what it used to be these days. Um, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm quite embarrassed. I, I shall go return these to my study oh. and, and see you soon. I, I, I apologize. I, I've embarrassed myself today and, and, no, and I'm sorry. I'm going to put a, to, put a small toad hand on a shoulder like, no, you did not embarrass yourself. It, it happens, okay? And your mind is still sharp because only a sharp mind can design something that beautiful. That's so no. As you are so astute, toad, toad is correct. Toad speaks from the heart and he is so correct. Oh, th thank you. I, I, I appreciate that, that that very much. And uh, he kind of steps past you and he goes, again, thank you for the conversation. It's It's been an absolute pleasure. And as, uh, as you see him step back in, he's like rubbing his head as he steps back in to the uh, into the shop and is like, oh, God, what? So, so strange. And uh, and makes his way back through. And you guys are left in the street. Um, you can see uh, that the two guards that r, &R was just talking to are now posted up a couple of doors down, just leaning on the wall. Um, and, uh, and are kind of chatting to each other. There's, there is a flow of people here, but you cannot see your guys' crew uh, anywhere. Did I insight check him when he was telling us, like, oh, I'm just getting old? Could I have insight check that? Yeah, go for it. My gosh, seven. <laughs> as far as you know, he wasn't suspicious of you guys at all. At all. He seemed to just be really embarrassed about having a senile moment, we'll call it. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so what, what's you guys, what's your guys' plan? Where are you guys heading at this I, point? I did, all, did Alfred never reach out to us? Like he said he was going to reach out. Right. He never did, did he? Like where you guys were. Nothing. We know where to meet up, though. We know, we know, because we, we plan to re where meet there, right? We knew. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So you guys making your way to Anthea's? Yeah, and as we're making way, I, I tell Toad about the note Amazing. that I saw on the back. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, that's. Wow. Um. This keeps getting deeper and deeper. Hmm. And good work back right there. Really good work. Really keen eye on those those things you noticed because I was not 
Seriously though, the, the way you were able to, to perceive that, I was, that was amazing. Oh, when, thank you, but I have to say, Toad, it is your honor and your continued, uh, yes, high regard for, for being truthful that I gave back the, the blueprints. And, but thank you, I've written down as much as I can remember and what I drew and hopefully it will be enough, but uh, you always bring out the best in me. You are such a, a good companion. Okay. So you. So you guys make your way through uptown. You arrive at, come in and take some time. And um, you all, find each other there, gathered in the, the entry of Anthea's shop, which by the way, smells fucking spectacular. As you all do walk in, you can tell that this shop has got all the spices, all the herbs, you know, and you've got like piles of spices and herbs, you know, dotted in like, uh, in like containers basically that you can, and they have like little spoons that you can and scoop your own into like a uh, into like a pot or something. Uh, you you can imagine um, Anthea from from what you could tell. She's probably probably pretty environmentally conscious and is not wanting uh, to be selling containers to people and hoping that they'll bring their own um, from the from the looks around the shop. And, but you can smell you know that that smokiness of smoked paprika. You can smell uh, some of that gorgeous like earthy smell cumin you get some of that basil that takes you you know to that 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 gorgeous like italian kind of feel and it's just all around you the final thing that we are going to quickly do it's the last thing that we're going to do for this session guys we're gonna have blanco sketch out each floor of this to see how much you guys actually recovered so t this is how we're gonna do this you ready Okay. And I, I, I gave them enhance ability to help. So, so cool. I'll, I'll, what I'll say is this: I am going to give you, because Toad gave you advance ability, I'll uh, enhance ability. I'll give you forty seconds on the clock to draw each floor. I'm going to have you're going to have the floor on screen, and you can start drawing when I say so. And then this will be what you yeah. guys go off. I will not be showing you guys yeah. these maps again until you enter. The reservoir. So I'm going to just set the timer quickly. Yeah. Here we go. Let's do that. So 40 seconds. Toad bought you an extra 10 seconds with his uh, with his uh, enhanced ability. Okay. Basement floor. Three, yeah. two, one, go. Okay. This is wow. Tick <laughs> <laughs> 20, 25 seconds left. Okay. Halfway mm. through. I'm proud of you, Arnold, by the way. Yeah. We're not trying to kill him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 10 seconds. Same. I, I think okay. Five I seconds. Okay. Three. Yeah. Two. One. Done. Okay. Cool. Next, Next floor. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Three. Two, one, go. Shit. The red marks are where the points of entry that you assessed are. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to do this today, but this is awesome. I'm glad I'm doing this. 20 seconds gone. Shit. Geo's quite proud of his cave. 
Dio's quite proud of his cape. <laughs> I mean, who would just just kind of swishing it a little bit. <laughs> Was mine sort of a ten seconds too? <laughs> okay. Five seconds. Okay. Time. Fuck. Cool. Next floor. Hang on. Three. Two. Yeah. One. Go. Yeah. Thirty seconds left. Oh, <laughs> you gonna screen grab these and have them? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll we'll take photos of them and uh, and so the group can see all the drawings that Blanco <laughs> did. Ten seconds left. Five, four, three, two, one. Time. Next floor, you ready? Yes. Three, two, one, go. Right, ticking down. Tickety tickety talk. 30 seconds left. As I said, this will be the last time you guys will see these maps on screen until you guys enter the reservoir itself. You'll be going off of Blanco's drawings. If you had if you had kept the blueprints, you would have had these maps. <laughs> but also no that that was that was no not keeping them was the right move I totally 10 seconds left too i think i was thinking about I, I was like what would Arnard do i was like we shouldn't be doing this so i was like <laughs> just yeah. now i thought of Fine. taking screenshots of shard <laughs> you <laughs> filthy cheat work smarter not harder work smarter not harder okay guys so that is where we're going to end this episode, oh arriving at Anthea's place, ready to start your preparation for uh, this heist. It is now, I would say, probably, it was about 12 o'clock when I last, so I'd say it's probably about, you know, 2, 3 o'clock at this point. You guys have, you know, there's been a, a decent amount of time has gone, so we'll call it 2, 3 o'clock. Um, with that being said, also, I just want to quickly say before I do my outro, Sam, that scene with Mirados is my favorite scene of this campaign so far. I just want to say that. That thank you. so badass, dude. The way that you handled that was just magnificent. I loved the whole interaction. That was fucking awesome. That was one of my absolute favorites of all my D&D things. That was like, that's up there as one of my favorite wow. encounters with an NPC. That was sick, dude. That was is very that a D twenty inspiration now? Because is that D twelve? Yes. Will that be a D twenty inspiration? I was about to say, bump it up to a D twenty. You've got advantage on one of your. Oh, oh. I um, think it's actually that's not technically an advantage. That's just adding it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, get a cool. forty on a roll. Get forty on a get 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 sixty on a roll. <laughs> yeah, I'll get, I'll get a uh, sixty. Sixty, like a sixty uh, investigation. everyone for watching this episode of the Skyrim. We are so stoked that you joined us here at Homie and the Dude. A um, couple of things, please subscribe to the channel if you're enjoying any of this plot, the story, these characters, this amazing cast, any part of it. If you enjoy it, drop a subscribe. Other than that, we also have our Discord server where you can interact with Tom and myself, see loads of behind the scenes content. And we have a community of nearly 500 people in that Discord at the moment where you can spend time with those people, get to know them, uh, and uh, and that's really, really awesome. 
As well as that, we have our newsletter of holding. Thank you, Blake. Um, our newsletter of holding. Um, and in there, you can get free D&D supplements. You get uh, entered into our family-made dice giveaways. You get updates on our airship combat Kickstarter that we are going to be launching. Um, and finally, you also get more behind-the-scenes content, and all of that is completely free of charge. The last thing on the list is Homie and the Dude has opened our Etsy store for dice. So if you want some dice made by myself, made by Tracy, made by Tom, then go check out that store. Um, we are so stoked to have that up and live. We currently have three styles of dice on there. We've got uh, purple Ceruleonite Power Gems, we've got Emerald Ceruleonite Power Gems, and we have our Surfs Up set of dice as well. So if you're interested in any of that, go check that out. Otherwise. Thank you for watching this. Thank you for being a part of this journey with this amazing cast. And we will see you guys in the next episode.